hello, welcome to the Fantasy Culture Podcast, Week 12, Turkey Day Edition! Happy Thanksgiving to all. This is your November edition 2020 of the Fantasy Culture Podcast. I am your host, AD, a.k.a. Dre, and I'm here with... Hey, it's Marquise here. Welcome, guys. Week 12, episode 12 of the podcast. Yes, sir. We've reached week 12, moving right along with the season. A lot of stuff going on. This season has been... One hell of a ride, man. It really one, has. It's been one such a, hell like a, of a ride. One orthodox season. Yeah, like, that's an understatement. You know, it's just it, it's been a crazy mess. But if you've made it this far and you are in the playoff hunt, congratulations. Um, if you have not, you know, mm-hmm. consider this. You <laughs> know, don't feel lesson. too bad about it. This one is like really luck of the draw. Yeah, and a lot of people would just get in the tougher end of the spectrum so you never know you may have um, shaped up your gm skills for next year you never know you yeah. maybe you know you may open you may learn some new things some new tricks of what it takes to kind of you know maneuver through this maneuver through a season of uncertainty yeah no nah, i'm here definitely I'm, not an automatic thing this is different exactly so um just definitely make sure that uh you know as the season rounds out you kind of uh, pay attention to any extra detail to end out the season things that work for you things maybe that didn't work and you can kind of reinvent your strategy going uh, into the next uh, redraft season. Um, I see a lot of a lot of people, a lot of mixed reviews on people who went uh, wide receiver heavy. Um, apparently, from what I you know reading a couple accounts that I follow, um, people that went wide receiver heavy aren't really struggling um, as far as injuries are concerned. There's been a lot more you know viable wide receivers out there. Yeah. Uh, to to you know, kind of fill the fill the need of of needing wide receivers down the line, and then you know you were able to also scoop up uh, running backs that have stepped into a a big role. You know, either a solidified RB one and like a James Robinson who you probably got off waivers. Um, if you stacked your wide receivers up, you know, grabbing him, yep, you know, uh, yeah. a couple games into the season was probably a good move for you, and you still had some strength at wide receiver. Um. You know, you have your your other players out there, maybe uh Naheem Hines at yeah. this point, who's kind of stepped into like a RB two role, RB one uh, looks. You can go with JD um, McKissick with, with Gibson. JD Just McKissick, that, that, that duo right there, kind of emerged. I don't know, yeah. wasn't really you know thought of, but if you picked them up, definitely has kind of worked out. Yeah, even ways. DeAndre Swift, if you took a chance on a on you know maybe he didn't hit the wires for you, but um you took a chance on him in a late round, a late round flyer. After you've established your, you know, your wide receivers, then you know you probably ended up, you probably fared pretty well. You probably fared pretty well. So, um, just a couple of different strategies to look into going into the next season. Um, hopefully we'll be back yeah. with y'all for the next year. Um, to keep it going, uh, kind of elevate the whole podcast and um, make sure that we do uh, what we need to do to bring in new listeners yeah. and um, re- uh, keep our current listening base. As we always are appreciative of them. Um, but yeah, man, it's November. Uh, Thanksgiving is we're recording this Wednesday, so Thanksgiving is tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Um, Day Turkey tomorrow. Day. Looking forward to that. What you what you got going on for the for the holiday? You no, know, it's gonna be a good time. Ain't much going on. Just having it at the house. Okay. No, don't really having too many people over. You know, with all the all the COVID, all the stuff, COVID but stuff. Okay. Yeah, we already started. Um, already started cooking, marinating stuff. I'll make okay. the rice and stuff tomorrow. 
Who making rice? You making rice? Rice King around here. You better ask somebody. Oh, I forgot you do got Chipotle under your belt. Okay. Hey, okay. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. what's your, what's your favorite uh favorite Thanksgiving dish which See, we look forward to. Mine the most. is always the beni. Beni. All the time. That's what? my favorite part. That's Spanish report? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. that's how well, yeah, you know, Pernil? Yeah, that's yeah, the okay. pork shoulder. Got you. Okay. Okay, yeah, okay, straight, okay. Straight. That's my favorite part. And potato salad. Potato salad. I don't even like potato salad like that. I'm going to keep it behind it. I'll eat That's it, fine. but I don't particularly... I'm not a potato salad yeah. person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm going to my uh, to my cousin's house. His wife makes a great potato salad. And hers and my grandmother's like the only two potato salads I eat. Yeah. I don't eat my mom's. Um, I mean, I can Oh, definitely... yeah. I, I definitely have some at your house, I think, too. Your pop's... Yeah, see, that's, that's really, I can say, me, it has to be like a southern style. If it's yeah. different than that, yeah. I'm always iffy on it. Especially some people don't be cooking the potatoes all the way, maybe in there. Sometimes it'd be kind of like, sweet. Like, I don't really yeah. like, or like, I don't know. Some it's some potato weird, salad like, weird to me. Like, I'm fine. Even if some, sometimes with like apples and like just random stuff. Yeah, I don't stuff like no apples like, or none of that. I'm, I'm like, man, I like I'm, that too. I'm like, man, this like is it. different. This is not. I always like to try it because I love potatoes, but yeah. I mean, the whole idea of it, I I pass on it probably nine times out of ten. But, um, it's always a mac and cheese for me, man. I always look forward. I always look forward to some Thanksgiving mac and cheese. That's when it be the best. It's most presentable. Right yeah, then, Thanksgiving, everything put, is, is stuffed into that. In it. They put it way more what? when it comes to Thanksgiving. Like you, like I eat a good amount of baked mac and cheese throughout the year, but Thanksgiving is a different. It's just a different yeah, style. Yeah, like you can tell, they sat thing. there and was like, you know what, <laughs> y'all gonna enjoy this. It's a different thing, man. It's a different thing, and I'm not, I'm not making it. Uh, but usually. For Thanksgiving, when I'm with you know the family and whatnot, I uh, oxtails another thing that I look forward to some Jamaican Ox, oxtail. Yeah, yeah I never have oxtails for Thanksgiving. See, there that's you a, go. There, that's a little Jamaican thing. That's yeah. like that. You, I got the pernil. We got the oxtail. <laughs> Get it right, but um, but I, I don't know if I have it tomorrow. But either way, I'm pretty sure I'll be eating good. So um, wherever you're at, celebrating, you know, however you're celebrating, hopefully you do eat well, and despite the circumstances. It's still a memorable um, yes. holiday for for everyone. Make sure y'all dress up too. Yeah, man, take some pictures. Feel good tomorrow. You know, we you know made it this far. We almost through this crazy twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah, some kind of you way. I mean, make it normal. even throw on a mask if you want to remember this. Like twenty years from now, you took a picture with a mask on, and you know, Shoot, telling a story to like your grandkids or somebody. You like, man, I'm be selling I, plates. I, I made it through twenty twenty. I'm selling plates on Friday. Two dollar pork sandwiches. Pork sandwiches. Anybody make pretty sandwiches? Yep. Look at this That's man. A staple after this. Hustling. All right, send your two dollar donations in. Support this man. His pork sandwiches. Um, so yeah, uh, happy Thanksgiving to all. Let's jump into these topics as we talk about week twelve. Um, man, I hate to start on this downer, but it's uh, it's big news. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, sorry, you know, fantasy owners. Oh, man, it's a tough sorry across the board. League. Sorry, Bengals organization. Um, tough, tough loss, man. And ironically enough, a game against Washington football team, um, in the stadium, you know, almost two, a little over two years to the date, Alex Smith had that gruesome knee injury. So just a tough, tough loss all around. Um, you know, he's young. So, you know, with injuries like that, it's, I won't say it's easy to bounce back, but your body recovers, um, a little bit better than, you know, an aging uh, yeah. Athlete and such. Definitely. Um, 
that's the plus two that happened early on. Obviously not a good thing, but you know, at least he got it done. It's happened early on and yeah. he got a good part of his season under his belt, so I definitely think it helps out. You know, he'll be more prepared next year to even mm-hmm. really come back, come back stronger and then understand how the league works and yep. definitely made his name for himself. I still feel like he can win like a rookie of the year other than like Justin Jefferson and Herbert are probably gonna be the other in the running for offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. I like Maybe that. The I like that too, but, could um, play a little play in Gibson and Robinson, but I really feel like I really feel like Joe Burrow definitely like showed his first round potential that you haven't really seen lately in the league. And Joe Burrow made a terrible Cincinnati team look uh you know look good yeah. or exciting to watch. Like, you know he made the offense look actually really good, and it just kind of showed that if they can get a defense together and kind of you know put that line back, put that line together, yeah. they could definitely you know do some things in the AFC. And uh, yeah, and and also you know a positive outlook for the Bengals organization is that connection that you were able to see this year. With yep. um with Higgins and, and Burrow, so you know that's yeah, something to build upon. Team. You always want that uh that early connection, that early uh unity, the way they mesh together on the field, and and you were able to see that. So, um, look forward to that. That you know that's a positive. You know when Burrow comes back healthy and strong, he'll have the ability to um continue what he was doing uh, with Higgins and that receiving core. Uh, hopefully a, a healthy Joe Mixon will be back with whatever was going on. Yeah. We st- we still don't have answers, and it's like it's like been a, foot, well over like a month. Knee, I don't know what's going on, but that's a good thing. Good good things that the team is young, so you know they're gonna have come back next season with with a, a healthy Burrow, a healthy Mixon, hopefully, mm-hmm. and a healthy Boyd Higgins. and an, and an investments in an O line. Yeah, so definitely, so, yeah. definitely got some some good potential that way. But um, yeah, well wishes out of Joe Burrow on his recovery process. Um, Steelers continuing. Their run ten and zero. Yeah, man. Um, we think they go undefeated for the season. Nah, you I don't think, think so? they go undefeated for the season. But I see them maybe losing a game or two. They play Kansas City. I think week uh, fourteen or something like that. I think. I think that's, that's like I, I was watching something earlier and they were talking about um, the most the, the likeliness they have to lose a game. And I think Kansas City's later. In their, um, I know they play the Bills as well. Oh, it's the Bills. It's not Kansas City. It's Bills, the Bills. Like there was they like the Bills real week fourteen. Got you. Week 14, yep. So um, the Bills looks like a worthy opponent. I mean, they can even lose to the Ravens this, this week. And honestly, I think with the game being pushed to Sunday instead of Thursday for the Ravens, it gives them a better chance to win if Dobbins is playing, like if their COVID players can are clear to play. I, don't know. I think it gives tough. them a better chance. I don't. Did they have a whole bunch of like, defensive players out too? For it's, COVID? Yeah, and that's like what it all depends. Nine or so of them, like other yeah, people. Yeah, so all together, so. I think it's like seven players. Um, I know what I just, a report just came out not too long ago that it looks like it was a coach, an assistant coach that they contracted, uh, like who started the COVID thing. Yeah, 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 um, I saw that. The strength coach. Um, but I, I, do, I really do feel like with the game being pushed back Sunday, the Ravens have a decent chance to be able to pull a victory against the Steelers because they haven't really looked like a dominant 10-0 and team. They definitely have won. They, they look really good defensively, but there's definitely games where, like, they it's a close call. It's very yeah, close. Yeah. Like, they could have lost a game, and Ravens are a team that, you know, that can easily ball out if for some reason they get it together. I don't yeah. know what's going on, but... Nah, I agree. Um, I mean, Ra- Ravens, just they're not looking good right now. Um, You know, nothing kind of about that offense looks good. The only thing is it looks like something came about with, with Mark Andrews. Like the emergence of Mark Andrews again, yeah. like yeah, he's still on that team, um, but it's 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 crazy the the difference and and uh, the gap in Kelsey's performance, and then you have elite tight ends like Waller and uh, Andrews, who last year were kind of in, all in the mix together. You could all have them in the same hat, 
But this year, it's literally Kelsey in a suit and everybody else in street clothes. Like, that's literally what it's come down to at this point. So, um, but Mark Andrews looked good last game. And I think the game prior, he also looked pretty uh, pretty good as well. So, maybe they're finding something there. But they got to definitely have a couple more wrinkles they have to sort out um, before they look to repeat or even come close to repeating what they were able to get done last year. Um, you know, the focus is, is the Super Bowl, of course, but, uh, big bad Kansas city still standing around and they're not looking like they're slowing down anytime soon. So nope, not at all. And they have a lot of weapons that they can bring too off the many bench, weapons play. Like you just like, even keep in mind, even though his name is kind of just thrown around in a bad way sometimes, but they still have Sammy Watkins who performs when he's actually healthy on the field. Mm-hmm. Cole Hartman can, can easily ball out. Don't sleep um, on Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, I, was I, say, I like Robinson him too. Is another. I one like him can, like, as being like you know a nice uh, on in most night. games. I think yeah, in most games with with Demarcus Robinson, I would see like if they have good outside corners or um, you know a good corner that's probably going to focus on you know Tyreek maybe look to shut down Kelsey. Those are the games I kind of see a pattern of Demarcus Robinson emerging with yeah. Sammy Watkins yeah, being out. Like, those are the games splash, that he especially like downfield mm-hmm. or a long run. Mm-hmm. Nah, definitely. So, um, you know, look out for that coming up. Uh, and also just to kind of talk about that, you did say the game got moved back. So on Sunday, instead of Thanksgiving, which I know uh, some players had their uh, <laughs> their opinions about, uh, Juju Smith-Suster was on Twitter uh, yeah. voicing his opinion Play on that change. Well. Um, yeah, so it definitely did uh, upset a few players. Um, but, you know, I, uh, news is, I guess, NFL thought it was a good idea and the benefit and safety of all the other players and staff to move it to Sunday. Yeah. So that's I don't blame them. And I can see why still just getting mad. I mean, you got like a short week, you know, you can kind of mm-hmm. play a team that's <laughs> going to be depleted that you can get a little win on and you can easily get some more rest. But now, you know, kind of changes game switch to Sunday yep. and it gives the Ravens a better chance to kind of heal up and, you know, get healthy again. Yep, hopefully, yep, yep. hopefully they clear up whatever they have going on. Mm-hmm. A little COVID situation. Yep. So, uh, and uh, they just, as we talked about, they haven't really looked good. They're trending downward. So hopefully they'll get that turned around um, yeah. on this Sunday game with Pitt. Because you know um, they just lost to, uh, you know, the team, the boys, for the boys. I must have missed that game. Who did they play? Oh, you know you missed that game. Titans coming through with an overtime win against the Ravens. Didn't even know that happened. Um, moving on to the next yeah. one. Uh, the Colts. Colts against the Packers. Um, yeah. You still talking about the Titans? I mean, I should because we'll talk about them later too. Cause Colts, the Colts. Uh, you know, Colts beating the Packers. Um, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, new, new topic. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing left to exhaust about those uh, Titans. We got plenty you know? more time. But yeah, the yeah. Colts, man. Colts definitely, um, I know we talked about it last episode of seeing this is kind of be like their breakthrough game. And uh, they definitely look pretty good. Like defensively, their D-line is, a, is nothing to mess with. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, not hopefully. I know um, Buckner just got on the COVID list today, which is like their main D lineman. So, I mean, if he gets out, I'm going to love it for Titan fans. But, yeah, they definitely look pretty good. Either um, way, they're overall the, good defense, and I really see them giving Titans some trouble this week. Um, but we're, I guess we're talking about the Packers. We're not talking about the Titans right now, I suppose. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I guess the Packers, they, they, did a, <laughs> they did a pretty good job shutting down, like, you know, the main players didn't really contribute. Aaron Jones didn't really have a great fantasy game. If it wasn't for his touch, his, you know, his short touchdown run, he really would have only had, like, five or six points. Um, I don't know how many points Adams had, but um, I know it wasn't, like, 
a huge offensive output that uh, we kind of expect to see from the Packers. Um, yeah, Colts definitely, definitely have a strong defense to limit um, your more high-scoring teams. Yeah. Um, they in in a fan, from a fantasy perspective, their running back situation is tragic. Yeah, but from real life, you it's, know, it's good to have. Yeah, like, it's like a different you, change of pace out of nowhere. You it's a, very different from other teams in in the NFL right now. Like you don't really see that going on, where it's literally like a split backfield or even a three person black uh, backfield. They're really just going with the hot hand. If Jordan Wilkham come, comes in on the third down, breaks a good run. Uh, maybe follows it up with a nice, you know, four or five yard gain. Jordan Wilkins has now emerged into that <laughs> rotation. Like yep. that's all it really takes. And they find a way of mixing them in. Um, you know, you have a Naheem Hines who can also play the receiver role, as we've seen. Yeah. Um, you have Jonathan Taylor who comes in and may not be the explosive, um, like the pure you know, back crazy. Like, yeah, he's like the runner, and like he can pass out the back. He can catch. He's the a bruiser. Field, he's a bruiser. Yeah, he's, he's a bruiser. So. You know, he may not have have replicated what you thought he was gonna do at Wisconsin, or what he did at Wisconsin, um, what he was gonna do for the Colts at this moment in time. But he definitely has um, the skill set and talents to come away with that number one role. But yeah. for right now, it's a it's a very very uh, mixy situation. Uh, yeah, it's working out for them. I think that's what makes it hard for defenses to kind of key on that team because you don't really know who. Is gonna ball out like you know you still even though he hasn't really done much you still have Ty um, Pittman has been coming alive these past two games yeah. um, like Pittman's you're saying the running back play it's just been everywhere like you don't really know who's gonna be the main focal point I think that kind of helps them limit what defenses can do they just know they need to stop the offense but like you know you don't really know who's gonna yeah. <laughs> touch the ball it's kind of hard to you know really focus on that yep 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 so um, look for the Colts to continue this this you know good uh, momentum they have going. Um, Brandon Allen and Mike Glennon return. I don't even know how that made it to a topic, but we'll just touch <laughs> on it. <laughs> Mike Glennon is now starting in Jacksonville. Yeah. So just and keep then that Brandon in mind Allen for, um, starting in uh, Cincinnati. Yeah. Just keep that in mind for, you know, to play in a sense of if you have any Jaguar receivers, um, even running back, you know, Glennon is a vet. So if you I have plural think... Jaguar receivers, yeah, I'm just saying, you're, you're, you're just, not you know, in a good just, position. I'm trying to touch the you audience. You just need of, uh, one. <laughs> All, anybody that matter over there is DJ Shark on that receiving yeah. court. Anybody else you're picking up, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, so for Shark owners, you know, <laughs> specifically really, but you know, just in case for any other audience who, uh, you know, they have some Jaguar diehards who just oh, stick with their team. Yeah. But yeah, but definitely, um, you know what, with um, your guy here. My Glennon? Shark, yeah, Glennon, you have Shark, who obviously is the main focal point, so I can definitely see Glennon, you know, kind of and relying on around. Shark he's and even a, running, a dump bit. down to running back. So um, at least for Glennon, that's kind of keep pay attention to. And then, of course, with Brandon Allen, since he got to see how that's going to play in the full with Higgins and Boyd's touches, they've been on a tear with Burrow. So now, um, now it kind of switches over with Allen. I'm not too sure how he'll be. He had a great connection with Sutton when Sutton was there, so you know that he can connect with receivers for sure. I know you were talking about that earlier, his numbers. Yeah, um, yeah he had some pretty good numbers with uh, with Sutton uh, in the three games that he played last year for Denver. So, um, you know, there's some there's some hope there. But, you know, this is always one of those games where um, you kind of got to wait and see. I know the topic of hot discussion on, on Twitter, on the account that I saw, was um, – T. Higgins, is he droppable right now? Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where if you have the room, put him on your bench, kind of wait, see what this works out to be. 
is he still, you know, he may not come out and get you a 20 piece like he's, you know, he was doing or more than 15. But if you're looking for some weeks where you're like, all right, I'll take a safe floor, of maybe 10, 11. Yeah. Um, still be viable. Hopeful for a touchdown. It's still, it's still within the realm of possibility. Just, you know, you probably won't get the boom that you probably would have had with Burrow back there, but you may still get some consistent. Yeah. Uh, wide receiver two numbers, especially know? with no running back really. With I don't yeah, think Bernard is out. Bernard's so out. Yeah, we'll touch on, on yeah, Ryan, So yep, yeah. So definitely with um, with you know the Bengals offense, we haven't been Allen there. Definitely can look for maybe some more touches with the receivers due to the running back situation as well. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I think this game are gonna come out throwing it a ton. So if you're brave, brave like I have Higgins and Boyd, I'm gonna probably sit Higgins this week. But if you don't have a choice, maybe roll both of them out because I I really do feel like they're gonna be throwing a lot, so there may be some uh, some, some meat t- on that yeah. bone for some good fantasy production. Uh, yeah. Um, Austin Eckler, uh, been tweeting out that he's ready or you know returning from IR soon enough. So shout out to the uh, Eckler truthers who held him. Yeah. For this whole time and yeah, uh, couldn't wait for him, him to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely look for him to return. Um, for your Keenan Allen owners and Mike Williams at times, I don't see it affecting the touches yeah, too much. But much. Um, you know, never know if they might try to establish a run game. I know that's been Anthony Lynn's thing. He's been trying to get the Chargers to establish a run game so to kind of help open the passing game. But Herb has been doing pretty good job with still passing the ball around to the receivers he's only had one game under 200 yards under 300 which was the game against the dolphins where he had like 198 yeah so i definitely don't see it dropping too much but just to keep that in mind eckler is back and i know he is a receiving back compared is, is to he other confirmed ones. playing this sunday um i'm pretty or sure he's he'll be back. from ir i'm pretty sure that he will be back um if i'm not mistaken but if not mm-hmm. just keep that in mind for any more updates i know he did practice um so Okay. Right. Something well, to look keep, forward keep, to. A, keep an eye on that. Um, Bridgewater returns. Yeah. Uh, I know he was in a no-contact red jersey today, but it looks like he is um, in the mode of returning right now. Christian McCaffrey is not. They're probably going to hold him through the bye week because they are on a bye next week. So you'll probably see the return of Christian McCaffrey in week 14. Yeah. Um, so you get one more week out of Mike Davis. Um, who they play Minnesota, I think. Yep. Is, is it Minnesota? Sure. Yeah, I think it's Minnesota. Um, yep. So you get one more week out of a team who, um, you know, Minnesota hasn't been too great against the run this season. So uh, yeah. there may be and some Dav- hopeful uh, possibility there with, with uh, Mike Davis. If yeah, you roll him and out. he's shown flashes too earlier in the year yeah. when covering from a carefree that he can, he can ball out. Even last game he played pretty good. Yeah, he, he, wasn't you know, he had the goal line touches, so... Yeah. If they get there, that's what you're going to want um, is those goal line touches. He Ain't nobody else getting that back there in that backfield right now. So um, so McCaffrey's still out. Swift is questionable. Um, random concussion report. Sat him out last game. Um, this week, you haven't really heard much. I saw earlier Detroit newspaper had tweeted that he was playing, but it didn't really come from like any other source I yeah. didn't see. So I couldn't really take that. Could just be the Detroit paper hometown hopeful, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Thanksgiving. Yeah, like Thanksgiving Day. We need our. We know him. We need his potential. We know what he's capable of. He's playing, you know. So um, keep an eye on that. But as of right now, he is questionable. Um, David Montgomery looks like he will be returning back to the field on Monday uh, when they play the Packers. Play the Packers. Play the Packers. Uh, Trubisky also getting the start. 
um, the latest I did see was it was confirmed that he is going to start. Um, Nick Foles is still uh, banged up, which a lot of shaking up in in Chicago. This could yeah. be a good statement win if they're able to get back uh, on track with Mitch. And yeah, trying uh, to lean from himself. exactly. And then this could be a change of the tide. You know, Mitch come back like you said, make a name for himself. Um, Chicago establishing a, a ground game. Um, and then also, could we have seen back-to-back losses for the Packers? Yeah. You know, coming off a tough loss against the Colts, could they see another tough loss against Chicago? Um, and, you know, now you're looking at, at uh, you know, that team in a little bit of a different light going towards the, the final yeah. stretch of the season. Yeah, so definitely coming down to um, the end of the season, a strong NFC division. So Yep, definitely um, some, some underlying uh, interests in that matchup there. So pay attention to that. Um, Thielen is questionable with uh, he's on a COVID. COVID. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's on, on a COVID, COVID. list. Uh, I know um, NFL is trying to he implement. He can't play. There's no way. He ten days. This is, I think I know the NFL trying to imp- trying to implement like more of a, a longer ten day thing. I just okay. say, as so I say, questionable because I'm not sure who knows what the NFL makes any changes. Like, yep, okay, they're cleared okay. to play, but doesn't look like it with the new policy of them trying to be more strict on it mm-hmm. and trying to keep it to ten days. Um, so fire yeah. up your Justin Jefferson. Uh, Temper ex- I had temper expectations on Justin Jefferson, but I'm definitely saying fire up your Dalvin Cook because Car- sure Carolina's too. trash on the, on the ground. So, um, yeah. And then Sam Darnold returning. Was it confirmed that he's returning? Yeah. He's back? Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Dang. Looking to provide I a spark said maybe for them to get a win. Uh, I don't know. Sam Darnold's he, he a, he a Jameson Crowder horse. He don't really be feeding Denzel Mims and Brashard <laughs> Perriman like that. Flacco nah. don't care. Flacco let that thing fly. Yeah. And Flacco As also you can played see, with Perriman too. For yeah, the Ravens, like so Perriman. He's like, yeah, my guy. Yeah, he had Perriman and, and Denzel connected. Mims been looking good. Yeah. So, um, but either way, don't. I'm not. Yeah, so sad. So sad. I'm not banking on no kind of fantasy production from nobody over there. Nope. Maybe Perriman with Flacco when he was playing. Maybe Mims, but Darnold comes back off that bum shoulder. I don't really see him letting it fly like that. I just I don't see it. Um, Perrine is on IR, so you got Frank Gore taking the majority. Of, I just I don't like it. Yeah, I don't and like I know it. they got Ty Johnson. Yeah, I don't, I don't like They it. activated it's, Josh Adams. Like it's just not. It just sounds like you know taking for number one. <laughs> like just yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I hope you look good in green. Um, Trevor Lawrence trying to get. He's not trying to play for the. Jets. I would say he might stay for another he, year. He's knows, not even interested. Yeah, I think that's that's an organization thing. That's not even like a player. The team is bad thing. That's like, I can't even get developed in that spot. Yeah, man, that's tough. Um, All right, let's go into our ballers, sleepers, and your favorite segment, my favorite segment, Nola's favorite segment, and Winston, our dog visitor's favorite segment. <laughs> Bout to bus for week 12. Um, let's go ahead and tap into that. Uh, then we'll go into our instrumental intermission, give y'all a new beat from uh, Trust and Fate. Uh, project still in the works. So I'm finalizing and getting it right. Um, you know, we're nearing November, and I know I had a November date on it, but I really want to kind of take my time and um, and give y'all a good good product. So um, look out for, for the updates with the music, and, um, you know, I promise to make it my best work yet. Um, so we'll get into that instrumental intermission, and then after that, we'll talk about the games of the week. We'll talk about the games of the week and close it out from there. Um, what you got, ballers? Who's your ballers? Baller? Who's you got ballers? My this guy, week? man. Hope my guy balls out this week. Who is Mr. this? Mr. Alvin Kamara. 
Okay. Um, obviously, we know he is a baller. I know he had a bad game last week. Didn't really get too much involved with Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. Usually, Kamara is more big out the backfield receiving than he is running. And I think he had like one catch last week, which is really not a Kamara-esque kind of thing. But I know Taysom Hill was getting his foot into the offense. So, I kind of see them making sure they keep him involved in this next game. Um, I don't see another kind of low output and not not in for Kamara. I know he scored a rushing touchdown, so definitely helped Didn't his numbers. Didn't Latavius Murray have, like, a pretty good contribution, too? Like, definitely not. I didn't watch the game. I actually didn't watch that game, so I didn't really see Taysom Hill's way of handling that offense. But um, um, He did Mike Thomas a lot. Mike Thomas had, like, 13 catches, 12, 13 catches okay. or targets. Um, I think he had catches, too. I think he had, like, 10 catches. Okay. Um, so Murray did. Murray was in there as well. Um, but he was running. He was actually running pretty good. So it definitely was a different kind of game. So I definitely see more a better a better game for Kamara being more involved with the offense, making okay. sure to keep him rolling. Um, so yeah, that's that's one of my ballers. I do not see another low. I don't think they can do that. That's they rely big on him and Thomas in the offense. Okay. Um, and yes, that's one of my ballers. And then my next baller, who? Oh, Mr. Russell Wilson. Yeah, okay. I have Russell Wilson kind of balling bounce out. Bounce back, little bounce back game. Yeah, I know that. Um, I know they won the last game against the Cardinals. Wasn't you know the greatest game, but it definitely was a good game for them to win, keep atop of that division. So I do like for them to continue to try to pick up on their stride. Mm-hmm. I know they had a rough stretch where they like lost three out of four games before they just won against the Cardinals. So I definitely like for for Russell to kind of continue to keep the stride um going and hit up DK and Tyler Lockett. Um, I know they had good rest since their game was on Thursday night. So. Um, those are my two ballers. Definitely looking for both of them to kind of shine this week. Keep okay. the team afloat of the divisions because it is getting to that, that playoff stretch. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not mad at those. Um, two very, very capable ballers um, who pretty much ball every every week but have had their down weeks. So this looks to be a week of uppers for those ballers. Um, finishing out, you know, top three material. Each yeah. one of those, maybe even uh, RB1, maybe even QB1. I could see that possibility with those guys. So, um, good choices there, good choices. Uh, my ballers for this week, you know, I got to give it to my man, Scary Terry, man. Right F1, Terry McLaurin, the boy <laughs> over there and Washington football team. Um, I think this this just sets up for a beautiful matchup um, for both teams. Surprisingly, um, this Thursday game is going to be um, a good game. I think we'll, we'll have a good game. Yeah. I think we'll enjoy yeah. watching it on Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. it's going to be a good game. The past two Cowboy games been oddly like pretty good. So yeah. and then the Washington team's been pretty good as well. So yeah. definitely be a good team. Uh huh. You got um, you know that D line Chase Young and those boys oh, that yeah. coming alive. So um, how does you know, Dallas's O-line handled that pressure. And at the same time, um, you know, on a, on a soft note, in, in a sense, um, you know, the Cowboys just lost their strength and conditioning coach who yep. just recently passed. So uh, maybe using some of that um, pain and, and, you know, the emotions that the team is going through to kind of fuel their efforts in the next game, yeah, um, game which doesn't, you know, it's not uncommon that happens – a lot of time in sports where, you know, players will, you know, lose somebody and and play the game of their life right after or just have something and use some of that pain and anguish to fuel their, their contributions to the next game. So um, I like Dallas to come out there and put together a good effort coming off of a, a game that they played very well against a Vikings yeah. team. Came out with um, a victory. Yep, came out with a victory. I look for them to, 
to kind of run it up a little bit for Washington. And I, and I like Washington to to throw some punches back. Yeah, I, I like it to it. be a good bout. It's going to be close. I'm thinking it's going to be maybe like in a 24-31 range. Yep. Um, somewhere around there. I like them to score and then give us a good game on Thursday. Um, Scary Terry, they played, I believe, week seven. And he had 790 and a touchdown. Um, he breaking 100. Yeah, on Thanksgiving for sure. Got to get the turkey. Got to get the turkey. Um, uh, Dallas has given up eight TDs in the last four games to wide receivers. Dang. That's two a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's you two a one. game. Uh, nobody else over there is really getting the ball. And, I mean, you have the Sims over there. Who, the Sims. That's funny. They're both Sims. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got the Sims over there also catching a few yeah. passes. Um, J.D. McKissick, of course, um, has looked good. Antonio Gibson, they've started to let him loose a little bit more, so he looks good. But Scary Terry is that guy over there. As so, you say, matchup proof. Yeah, really matchup proof, man. At this point, I think he's underrated, undervalued, and at the end of the season, he'll definitely be in, you know, best wide receiver discussions in the league. I, I believe that. So. You think so? Best yeah. receiver? Yeah. I mean, I know for I, sure I he's think, top five receiving yards. I think he'll be in the discussion. I think going forward this year, at the end of this year, going into next year, I think so. Like, he's he's hmm. he's catching passes from okay. Alex Smith's, from who else? Dwayne Haskins, from... Kyle you, Allen. Yeah, you think about all these other top receivers out there. They're playing with a problematic quarterback, like a Kyler Murray with DeAndre, uh... Well, Aaron Rodgers with Devontae, with Devante, with, with Devante. You got Julio Jones with Matt Ryan, who they've been playing together for so many years. Yeah, you know, you you know Matt Stafford, even with Galladay, they've been playing for when Galladay's healthy. They definitely have a good camaraderie going there. Um, you know, ben, Big Ben and Juju kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so it, it you know when you have a consistent quarterback, it definitely makes your wide receiver play better because you're able to build some kind of rapport. You're able to build that connection. You can showcase um, your skills. Yeah, it's it, with Terry. It's just a matter of give me the ball. Like he runs clean routes. Like his slants routes are. Like the man dangerous. is nasty, and, right? and that's why he's like pretty good. Yeah, like, like that's why he's my sure. baller. Like he, he just balls. He just balls. So um, I think it's gonna be a good game. I got him being my baller this week. I agree with you. He's gonna go over a hundred yards, and um, you know, another top, top ten, top five wide receiver finish this week. Um. I can see it, especially against Dallas defense. Yeah. Um, um, they, you know, they give up a lot of yards, mm -hmm. a lot of points. So, and that's a Eight weapon. Eight TDs weapon. in the last four games. He got to get him one. Yeah. Got to get him one. You know he's bound to get And that's just the wide receivers. Yeah, he's bound to get a long pass, too. He's getting one. He's getting one over 40. Yeah. Alex Smith ain't scared to let it fly. He, he showed that, throwing over 300 um, in two out of his last three games. So, um. Yeah, so here we have up next. My next ball is Brandon Cooks. I think he's in a position Brandon to blow Cook. up. Um, I think he's in a position to blow up, man. He uh, they're out, Stills and Cobb. Yep. Uh, you know, I think some attention is gonna be paid to to uh Fuller. Fuller a little bit more because he kind of has just a slight edge in that receiving role. Yeah, if he we were to go that, that chemistry too yeah. with Watson, I like. Mm -hmm. Teams know that they, they connect well together. Yep. So I like, you know, someone to get caught slipping on a Brandon Cooks over the top. You know, Brandon mm -hmm. Cooks still got the wheels. Yep. So if They're you snooze <laughs> too hard, you'll lose in that situation. So um, 
And I don't see Houston really run, uh, relying on a run game like that. Now, you Duke know, Johnson's Duke Johnson like hasn't been producing much in the absence of, of David Johnson. Yeah, he's more of a so I like Deshaun Watson to put up some crazy numbers per usual. And um, I like Cooks to be a beneficiary of some of that. You know, so look for uh, Scary Terry to put up some big numbers. Look for Brandon Cooks to put up some big numbers. And those are my ballers for week 12. I like it. I like it. It's funny. I always also, I thought about picking Deshaun Watson as a baller because of the fact that I'm like, he's just going to ball out. He really don't have yep. a running game. And it's Thursday night. Sure. I know he's going to kind of, you know, try to shine. He took, plays pretty good in primetime games. So yep. definitely like for Cooks to kind of. Shine show, over show, we, show we still got a lot of tread left on them tires. Yeah. Um, next up, we got sleepers. Who you got? You got a, there's a lot of names. So my sleeper, yeah, my sleeper. Yeah, I couldn't really decide sleepers. because I feel like there's there's some good picks that can definitely come alive. Okay. Um, so definitely my two sleepers. I pick with Jalen Rager and Travis Fulgham. I feel like it's gonna be a pretty good shootout game coming up with the Eagles. Um, I feel like for them, I feel like Wentz is going to continue to try to make his state, like continue to try to make a staple for himself with his team and get his offense flowing. Um, I know he still talks about preparing the same every week, but I really do. Um, I like this matchup. Seahawks give up the most like receiving yards to receivers. So definitely going to get some, definitely get some touches there. So I like for them to there to kind of be your sleepers. I know they're not like look hide upon because of the fact of the play of the Eagles. But if you need a flex position, I definitely can see either one of them getting, especially Rager, getting a 10 to 12, 10 to 15 with the Seahawks defense, the way how they've been playing lately. Um, I got them too. And then I also have the Texans. I have um, Duke Johnson, just a simple fact that with, Having both Stills and Cobb out, I know it's going to put more of a passing on him along with your your Brandon Cooks and your Will Fullers. So I have him, and I'm pretty sure I put also... What else I put on here? Do I say? You got Will yeah, Fuller, Fuller and Duke. Yeah, yeah, Will Fuller and Duke. Um, so yeah, definitely have them as my as my sleepers there. I just feel like just the situation you're in is going to... They're both players who can be dynamic with the ball in their hand. So... Um, that's who I have, my Texan two, and then my Eagle two. I don't know, just couldn't decide on one. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to put a couple in there, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. All right. So we just going to go from one to four different choices. All right, buddy. Yeah, you, you just know. on your own wave. Okay. Yeah, I, was okay. Just, I was just searching around. I well, like, I'm going to stick can't. to the rules of the last 11 weeks, <laughs> and I'm going to choose one sleep. Nah, I'm playing. But no, nah, I, like, I like all of them picks. I, I do like Jalen Rager. He's on my team. He's actually a deep sleeper for me as well Um, in like kind of a Michael Pittman space yeah um right around there i think the opportunity for him to get more touchdowns is coming i've watched a lot of eagles games because i recently picked up miles sanders in one of my leagues so i kind of wanted to see um how they destroyed his career and it's pretty uh <laughs> yeah it's pretty sad it's pretty sad but uh you know i don't know what they're doing man he's an, an amazing running back um just watching him and he's ripping off like five yards a carry like easily but he's not seeing more than like 15 touches in his return back granted he just came back from injury but he needs more of a role in the pass catching game putting boston scott in for goal line yeah it's just like get out of here doug peterson what are you doing what are you doing it's ridiculous like you have miles sanders you signed jordan howard to your i mean he's great granted he was an eagle before but no nobody should be getting any running back attention other than miles sanders if you want to win 
Yeah. With Carson Wentz poor play, you feed Miles Sanders if you want to win. The man was a baller. Only thing that ridiculous, him bro. was that Barkley was his college teammate. And that was it. Bro, ridiculous the way they treat that man over there. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But with that being said, I like the way they also use Jalen Rager in the times that Carson Wentz is able to make an accurate pass. Yeah. Um, he hits Jalen Rager. He's and um, feed him a lot. He's like, a big receiver. He's yeah. a big receiver, man. He's so, quick, too. He's not a slow receiver. Yeah, he has some I like speed that. to him. And he's kind of taking some snap. Uh, percentage away from from Fogel. No, definitely. You know? yeah. when, ever since he's came back, he already yep. kind of emerges that role. Like Fogel already kind of jumped knew he was and jumped him on a depth chart a little bit. And mm-hmm. um, that's why it's hard for me to pick one of them because either or can ball out. Like depending yeah. on who focuses on, kind of depends on the schematic of the offense. But gotcha. Um, I yeah, definitely, it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense. And we talked about Will Fuller and Duke Johnson, so I like those picks. Um, for me, my sleeper this week is gonna be J D McKissick. Um, maybe not so much of a sleeper at this point because he's kind of played like a James White role in a sense, yeah, minus the definitely. touchdowns as much. Um, he's yeah. he stepped into like a James White role, but my, James White was a lot more. Um, uh, he 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 had a lot more touchdowns last season. Yeah. I wouldn't say a lot more, but he he hit pay dirt a lot more often. Yeah, him and Brady um, just have a different connection. Yeah, him, so. yeah, exactly. Um, with Alex Smith, he loves JD McGissick. You know, yeah. even at times when I'm watching Washington games and I'm like, man, J.D. McKissick really just got four looks on a drive. You know, like he got four catches just like that kind of thing. So um, and the, and I think Ron Rivera is kind of stepping into this space where he's learning that he has two good running backs yep. with different skill sets. So Antonio Gibson is, is raw. Like next he really, season, yeah, he he's really, going to be good. He like, really is emerging. Nice, like he once they nice learn cuts. him a little more, bro, he's going to be a problem. Like that, they're going to be surprisingly really good next season. Yeah. I mean, like that's kind of my sleeper team for next yeah. season is the Washington football team because they're talented. They have, you know, Weapons good cornerbacks. Yeah. Um, they have good young receivers. Uh, probably could use some work in the tight end department, but they still have Logan Thomas, who's serviceable. Um, but they I they're, saw him drop an easy pass. I was yeah, he, he's serviceable, but he's not. He's not <laughs> what you want. He, he can probably, be. He know. has potential. Definitely. Yeah, he has potential. Um, but the the strength of their their whole team is that that D line. That you know that yeah. linebacker core, man. Chase Young. Um, I forgot the other dude coming off the end. He's nasty. I don't have too, Kerrigan. I'm yeah. another one. Um, um, I've been the biggest even for Washington team. Like what I even like. When I think about that team is honestly the adversity, I feel like they have like one of the biggest adversities this year that doesn't really get talked about of just kind of stripping that organization down. Then you had a coach battling cancer, having to deal with that part mm-hmm. while trying to be, you know, NFL head coach, and dealing with the quarterback. Yeah, go name change, go through the quarterback situation they went through and still be able to kind of be looked at like next year, like the dark night of the NFL. Like yeah. we're going to come across this NFC and I, I still feel like they're one of the best teams in the in, the, in that division. Granted, with who's all there of the Eagles, yeah. Cowboys, <laughs> like and the That's Giants. That's not saying much, I, but it's, it's saying not, something. But yeah, I really do feel like they have the best potential to kind of emerge within the next two years. Yeah, Ron Rivera's a good coach. He did good with the Panthers, led them to the Super Bowl, and then he usually has a pretty good defensive team. And it's just the offense that typically kind of, you know. Windows much down, to be desired. But yeah, he has a lot of weapons that he didn't really have in Carolina, and other than Cam and like you know. Christian McCaffrey later in his, in his years, but mm-hmm. um, but um, but yeah. JD McKissick, I, I like him. He's been averaging thirteen points over the last four games, and um, he gets utilized in a run game and a pass game, specifically in the pass game. So in PPR, he's a nice floor, maybe ten to eleven. Um, and if 
you know, like this week, I like him to even get in there for a touchdown. So you may look at him for maybe like a 16, 17 point game. I would love it. I'd be confident in, in that. You know, they're going up yeah. against Dallas, um, who's, you know, like we talked about earlier, we're, I'm expecting a good game out yeah, of this. No, a definitely. nice scoring game um, where it comes down to just like maybe the last like seven minutes of that fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, whatever happens in that final time, I think. Um, that's the way I'm, I'm predicting it to go. Um, and I like J.D. McKissick to, to you know, have a decent fantasy output. Yeah, you definitely know, some more touches receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely be a good game. I'm, 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 I'm actually excited for this game. It's kind of crazy. Right. <laughs> I like that. Nah, you know, Zeke had a 100-yard rushing game. Finally. But he's dealing yeah. with the, the line, you know, this linebacker core of Washington. Um, you have receivers in Amari Cooper who have um, Fuller out there and yeah, some the good corner. corners. I mean, they, um, Washington has, like, yeah. One of the best top pass defense. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, it's no, it's no, you know, it's no chump show, um, but they, they definitely, they definitely can do some things. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing JD McKissick and team um, perform this this coming weekend, um, or not weekend, tomorrow Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so what are we looking at now? We talking about our oh, you know, you know, what time it is. Yeah. It's the bout. Two bus segment where we talk about someone who's just going to underperform, not really put up the numbers that they have been putting up. Um, so you, who you got? I'm gonna start off. So my got, I got Mr. Kyler Murray, which is Kyler Murray. Okay, most people may not expect it too much because you know Kyler Murray has been balling this year, getting like 30 points almost every game, which is just crazy. But um. I definitely um, like for this to kind of be not his best performance. Obviously, he's still going to perform somewhat. But I know he has a, a bad AC joint in his throwing shoulder. I've had an AC sprain. Obviously, I'm not an NFL quarterback. But I can tell that is not like the <laughs> – it's not a fun feeling. So, I'm pretty – I know it's going to be aggravating for him. Yeah, it's gonna definitely going to be like more of a pain tolerance thing as well. Um, so, I'll definitely look for that to kind of hinder what he typically does when it comes to like throwing down the field. Um, I think this will kind of rely more on short passes and hope for the receiver to kind of break away and get some yards after the catch. Um, and then he plays a Patriots defense where Belichick just usually does a good job of kind of just scheming against what you do best, especially against your best player. And Murray is Murray. Like, you know, on, on the, you, you have to worry about him through the air and on the ground, which is never easy to do. Yep. And so he's just really quick, too. Like, he's really agile. But I just don't – for this week, Um, I just definitely like for the Patriots to kind of chime in more on him like that shoulder injury to kind of mess with him, uh, especially if he happens to get hit in the pocket and, you know, kind of lands on it bad. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, may not be a good day in that sort, so definitely keep out on the look of that for an AC joint. And that's why he's about to bust this week. I still think he'll get about 18, 15 to 18, but I don't see a 30-point game from him okay. as you usually see. So temper your expectations on Kyler Murray's normal output um, as Markeith has now thrown the juju on him, and he is going <sighs> to bust this week. Um <laughs> Mine, let's see who we, hey, we got. got. Your side. Oh, um, trying to jinx me. I got Justin Jefferson. Trying Justin to, Jefferson to me is my me. about the bust. And I know I saw a lot of other analysts were saying, oh, yeah, Justin Jefferson is a must start this week. Possibly no Thielen. Uh, not so fast. Not so fast. You know, um, Panthers have a much better secondary than they, uh, than they have a run game. Um, I really think it's going to be a more involved Dalvin Cook game. Um Huge numbers from Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, Justin Jefferson, I think with without Thielen, he moves into a primary receiver role. Um, but, you know, a lot more focus on stopping him. Um, I just think he's going to be limited. You know, he's never really had 
at least thus far, he hasn't really had to um, step into a primary role because there's always been the threat of, you know, a former pro bowler in, in Adam Thielen right across the way from him. Um, he's made plays when it's mattered, uh, but with the offense kind of zoning in on, you know, stopping him and trying to limit Delvin Cook, um, I, I think he underperforms. I think he underperforms. I have him probably... I'm gonna say 14 PPR points at most. 14. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna have one of your blow up games, as people are like predicting as like a must start. Yeah. This is the week you want to start Justin Jefferson. I don't. I don't really see it. I think the Panthers will will limit them, and it will be a uh, a Dalvin Cook show. Yeah, I think. Uh, I'm fine. I think Vikings <laughs> get up early. I'm fine either way. And I think they won't have to air it out like that. I think they go up early on Carolina, and they don't really have to to air it out like that. You know what? I That's love my... what you promoting. I like it because I have Davin Cook as my. I got Davin Cook back. too, so I'm I'm and hopefully got, this might give me something. I but... got Jefferson too as my my cuff as my my receiver. So yeah. I'm, for me, I'm I'm expecting like a 14 to 17 from Jefferson. I'm not really expecting a huge outburst. Much. I really wanted to say um, 12, but I, I, 12 to 15 is where I'm putting him at. Yeah, I just um I don't know I just like him I like for him to bust one like a long one to kind of help get his points I don't think it's gonna be like a whole bunch of catches I think he may just get a, a good break and get him about a good eight points on like one catch and then yep. the rest from there is just getting receptions and kind of doing whatever. Agree, agree. I can I can, agree. I can see it as long as he gives me if he gives me that fourteen I'll take it because I don't rely on him I was my number one. Yep, yep. So um, I think Justin okay, Jefferson will have Bluffs, a little down Mr. output. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Big game for him with no Thielen. It's big. I can see it. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling a card on that now. Yeah, and the Panthers' defense is better than the Cowboys, who the Vikings had some issues with. So, um, yeah, can definitely see that. I like that. So, um, let's go ahead, go into this instrumental intermission. Um, after that, we'll tap into the games of the week, and we'll go ahead and close out this special edition Turkey Day Thanksgiving. 2020 episode of the fantasy (laughs) culture podcast enjoy these sounds and we'll be back Fantasy Culture Podcast. Hope you enjoyed those sounds um, brought to you by me. And uh, more will be brought to you on the project, Trust and Fate, coming to y'all real, real soon. Um, Stay on the lookout for that. Like I said, I'm just trying to make it my best work, man. It's a a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, You know, a lot of different sounds I'm kind of messing with. So, uh, yeah, yeah, look forward to that coming. And And all produced by me. Always, you heard him produced by him. Just always like, uh, by me. Another podcast edited by him. A lot of work is done by AD. So, um, his music, heart and soul, put into it. So, as I'm always going to say, producer of the year. Just trying to be, you know, just trying to producer just trying to of see, the year. Just trying to Keep see what mind, happens. 
You've heard it 12 times. <laughs> 12, 12 weeks, 12 times. I'm going to yeah. keep it going. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, it's always much appreciated. Always much appreciated. Um, let's go ahead and close it out with the games of the week. Uh, this is going to be quick because only a couple games that we really want to talk about. Uh, first one on this is, is I'm not even sure what. Who's this? Since he can't read, the first game is Titans and Colts. Oh, Titans and Colts. Top division game for the AFC. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, the Colts do have a win over the Titans. Right now, the Colts lead the AFC division. Um, The Titans, along with, like, the Ravens, um, possibly the Browns as well. Um, I heard you get Adam Humphreys back, too. Yeah. um, A lot of these teams, there's a lot of playoff implications coming along with these games. So, the Titans and Colts are a huge one. If they tie out... The Colts would win because they have a winning division. So this is a big game for both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're playing in Indianapolis. Um, so definitely, um, you know, the Colts do have a top defense. Got to keep a lookout to see if they will keep Buckner. Don't know if he may be playing. He was placed on a COVID list. If they're doing this 10-day thing, it looks like he may not play, which is a huge asset to their defense. Um, so just keep keep that in mind. So I would definitely look to keep that in mind for, you know, to start your Derrick Henrys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably uh, definitely A.J. Brown finds a way to get the ball and score. So A.J. Brown as well. Other than that, I wouldn't be worried about anyone else. Um, I don't you know. Can, Corey you can Davis do, might be a good little... Corey Davis can. Um, it's be made a little. It may be risky for Corey Davis. You know, you may get a, a game where he can pop out and get some. He Man. he has, he has been elevated the past that's two games, kinda, but that's kind of what we've been um, saying for Corey Davis and Aguilar, and them boys been putting. Yeah, up. Aguilar definitely has like uh, he's emerged finally catching the ball. But I don't I'm, know where. I think Corey Davis recently just got picked up this week on our waiver wires it, for yeah. weeks, and he's been putting up more than ten. His floor has been sh- like really good over the last five six games. So. Um, you know, hopefully, but it, I know the the whole myth with Corey Davis is this happens and then he just disappears. <laughs> so I understand the uncertainty of wanting to take the leap, but I think um, you know, I think they've stepped into something special with him, and I think he'll be able to continue his production, um, over there in Tennessee and kind of the same with with Aguilar, you know, yeah. in games where they have to throw, Aguilar is a direct beneficiary yeah, of that, um, and, uh, more than Edwards, more than Rugs, so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's definitely been that deep threat. And then um, for the Colts, I mean, their offense is kind of hard to kind of key on, but they, they, I definitely would look for a, a Pittman. Pittman definitely um, kind of took off on the Titans when they played on Thursday. Um, and I that's could even go with, like, he- like, even Himes had a good showing, but I think that's really Taylor about it might for, be a good start this week. Yeah, too. John Taylor can definitely um, – the t- Tennessee has a good run defense, but pass defense-wise, it's just it's atrocious. So, um, like, Pittman definitely could look for something – Taylor, Naheem Himes, that's about it for the for that game. All right. I got this one being about 20 to 16. Yeah, I, I don't the, got it being a uh, yeah. high-scoring The Colts won 31-17 last game when we played them on Thursday. Um, so, I, 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 don't see, I see it the same way. I see another kind of like a 24, 21, 20. I, most of it goes 27, but. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got it being pretty low-scoring. Um, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Uh, Titans and Colts should be a decent game. Um, yeah. Amazing game. Should be a decent game. Moving on, speaking of amazing games, this should be fairly good. Uh, yeah. Coming off a sorry performance from Brady, um, you play the Chiefs, who is absolutely rolling. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of tempering my expectations on Mahomes this week. Uh, I feel like he'll have a good game, but I don't think it's going to be like a crazy, crazy game. Um, it's going to be highly... It's gonna be some good scoring. Um, I don't know. Actually, yeah. this game's kind of hard to gauge. It's either gonna be a good 
game back and forth or Tom Brady's just going to come out and stink it up and yeah. KC is going to run away with it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to gauge. As a, as a Bucks hometown fan right now, you'd want to see a much better produ- uh, production from Brady in a game where you need to show something because yeah. you may see them down the line. This, is, this, um, this could be a potential... Super Bowl matchup. Yeah. So and it's in Tampa. And everybody's, you know, at this point saying, Hey, the Rams, you know, I saw a topic early on TV today. If you had to choose a team that's probably gonna be in a Super Bowl, who would you say? And the majority's analysts, you know, some recency bias, but a lot of them said the Rams. A lot the of them Rams. said the Rams coming okay. into the situation thinking, you know, Brady just isn't himself. You know, it's kind of a shell of himself. The defense is is still there, but at times they can be exposed. Um, so this is interesting, you know. This is interesting to see what will happen. Um, you know, do the Bucks kind of show a flash of why they're as good as they should be, um, or does the Chiefs just continue their dominance? Yeah. Um, I like the Ch- I like it to be a 34-30 game. I can definitely agree. 34-31. Um, yeah, I can definitely agree with a game like that. This this has the potential to be like you know a pretty good shootout game or. Mm-hmm. Like you said, a game where the Chiefs kind of take over and just kind of show what they've been doing this year um, throughout the league. They've only had one loss against the Raiders, and that's all. Um, and they beat them last week yeah, in so a high-scoring game. They got their little revenge game. But, you know, just like you said, Brady can kind of, you know, he doesn't usually do bad on back-to-back performances, like mm-hmm. as bad. So this can be a game where they kind of learn that, you know, may not try to go deep a lot, just try to do intermediate and short passes and kind of work the field that way because – Brady can do it. The Bucks obviously have an, an offense that can compete with the, the Chiefs in a different dynamic way. I know mm-hmm. the Chiefs have like maybe better dynamic running backs, but the Bucks also have a pretty good running back with Rojo and Fournette when he actually can play can like catch Fournette. The ball. Yeah, that too. He can <laughs> catch too. Um, um, but yeah, definitely like this game. Um, I mean, I can see a good fantasy output offensively for some Buck players. Um, more so Godwin for me. Evans obviously is a baller, and I know they're going to look to get him the ball. And... I don't think hopefully this can be like a Rojo game. I think Fournette is kind of showing that he's not what he used to be. And the Bucks just have a different spark when Rojo's playing. He just runs with more energy, and it just yeah. seems like it, it feeds off on the offense to kind of keep, keep them flowing. I feel like that's going to be a focal point for them to kind of establish a run to help their offense kind of flourish because they didn't really have a run last game, and it no, kind of showed what happens if they don't get a run game going. Yeah, so um, pretty much all your fantasy-relevant starters, go ahead and start them. Um, Tom Brady, if you have a better matchup, I probably will look elsewhere this week if you're holding, like, two um, quarterbacks. Um, you know, may, may want to just pivot elsewhere. Um, anybody on the Chiefs, maybe a sleeper in Demarcus Robinson. De- that's dependent on Sammy Watkins' status. Um, even coming back off the hammy, I think he's going to be limited in his routes run. But I like De- Demarcus Robinson to sneak in for a touchdown this game. I'm yeah. calling that early. So I think he's going to sneak in for a touchdown this game. On a deep throw, I could see them getting beat over the top. Uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that game. Next up, we have the Bears and the Packers. Ooh, um, this game. one's going to be interesting to me, too. Um, the return of Trubisky, as we discussed. Um, David Montgomery making his return. So will the presence of some sort of run game open up the passing game a bit where Allen Robinson can kind of get back to that uh, that old flow that he had with Trubisky? Um I like this game to be a lot of Aaron Jones. Reason being, I think that um, if you've been watching any of the Packers game, there's been a weird split of, of you know, running backs between Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Um, to the 
displeasure of a lot of fantasy owners. <laughs> but Matt LaFleur said it before that he likes to mix it up early in the second half going into the third and um, really bring in Aaron Jones and, and attack him when defenses are um, breaking down. And that's a fact. He did say that. So if you never knew that, now you know if you... I'm pretty sure his strategy isn't going to change going into next season as long as Jamal Williams and the core is still there um, because Jamal Williams is a pretty viable fantasy option. As you can, if you remember, when Aaron Jones went down, Jamal Williams was a great fill-in. Yeah, he definitely um, took you know, over. Put up 20 points, 18 points. Like, he, you know, he was balling. He did his thing. Uh, so being that you want to keep Aaron Jones fresh in the way, you know, the medical staff and, you know, conditioning staff for the most part over there in, in Green Bay is pretty conservative. Um, LaFleur has this approach where he runs Aaron Jones heavy in the second half when defenses are kind of on their heels at that point. Um, in addition to that, I like the fact that Chicago played Dalvin Cook, who was running the tables when they played, yeah. and they found a way to limit him. Um, I think LaFleur and just that Green Bay staff can take that and kind of look at what worked. Um, because Aaron Jones is is a very dynamic back as well. Yeah, you know he's both, not a Dalvin Cook, but he also yeah. is electric. He, he's, he's his so, own way of like yeah. what he can do for the field. And so you know, I, I like him to be heavily involved. I like them to work the run a little bit more. Um, they didn't get it really going last week against the Colts. Granted, the Colts have a, a good run defense, um, but so does Chicago. Yeah. But there were some times where they could have made some things happen last week against the Colts with Aaron Jones. Um, but penalties, you know, c- kind of hurt them down the stretch. Uh, so I like Aaron Jones to, to, to have a good game, and I like it to be a lot of him this game um, with a little bit of Alan Lazard. I think it may be a down game for Devontae because he's going up against a tough uh, uh, coverage. Cornerbacks yep. uh, back there, and I like Alan Lazard in his second game. I like him to kind of step into more of a I'm back kind of role. I definitely see him get hype after a couple catches and kind of establishing his presence back into that offense. So um, this game is going to be pretty good. I'm like it to be maybe around the 27-21. 27, 27. Yeah, I can see it. Not huge you know, output, yeah. but 27-21 respectively. And the Packers haven't really been on a huge scoring tier, you mm-hmm. know, as we've seen over the years. So I definitely like that. I know they won against the Jaguars Bears not too long ago, have. like 20-23. It wasn't a huge one. Yeah. yeah, Bears I'm not expecting a lot either. <laughs> so I definitely like that score. It's like 24-21 or 27-21. Yeah, 20-27. Um, I definitely like there. to be Aaron Jones. So I like for them to kind of get that established. And again, that running game will help a lot with them spreading the ball around to mm-hmm. Adams and Tonyan. Um, Tonyan, I don't. I think MVS is his issues that happened last game is going to kind of mess up his, his progress. But yeah. overall, I do like this for a Packer game, and it's a really good division game to kind of see what's going to happen. Like I said, see if the Bears can kind of get a Mitch, get, come back in, can he spark that offense up? I and, think their offense is going to look much better because yeah. um now that David Montgomery is gone or was gone, you kind of see, even though he wasn't super overly, you know, he wasn't overly productive, he was still a threat on the ground. Yeah. You know, and it gave him another offensive weapon. But, you know, with the rookie in Mooney, uh, Anthony Miller, who's hit or miss, Nick Foles not being able to make the right throws, um, your offense was really Allen Robinson and special teams and Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yeah, Cordell Patterson. But um, Montgomery is a, a running back in the league, and he is serviceable. You know, he may not be the greatest. Um, you know, he may get you, you know, 16 touches for like 40-something yards, but he still exists in that offense. Yeah. So that gives you another threat that you have to be aware of. You know, you can't take them lightly. So I like that. 
Um, I like that matchup. I'm excited to see that. Um, last one we're going to round out on is the 49ers and the Rams. Um, 49ers, 49ers coming off a bye, getting some running back depth back, getting some receiver depth back. Um, Rams coming off two good games, two good games back-to-back against good opponents. Uh, I like it to be an interesting game. I like it to be an interesting game. 49ers, despite their ups and downs, more downs and ups this season, <laughs> um, they've been a pretty good, respectable defense. Yeah, um, that's always there for yeah, them. Yeah, always uh, for them. And so, especially against division against the Rams. I can see this being a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, despite, you know, just against the division game, and then you also just know what Rams you're going to get. And there is games McMullins has thrown some. He has been there to throw the ball around. They have some, obviously still have some dynamic players on the mm-hmm. offensive end for the 49ers. Yep. Um, so, yeah, definitely can tend to be a good game for them. And is um, the Rams the fool's gold, or are they really yeah, saying something now? All the now, Super Bowl you know? talk, are they actually, can they, can they get another win? Can they yeah. continue to show that they can keep a consistent offense going mm-hmm. and not just have this weird play where it doesn't seem like they got it together? So mm-hmm. definitely going to see how this game plays out, and that's another big division game. Yep. A lot of, a lot of a lot good division, division games this week. week. It's a good week for that. So um, 49ers, Rams, I got this one being like a 17-21 uh, I'm going to give it to the Rams. I'll say 17-21 Rams. I'm, uh, I think I like it. I'm going to go a little more. I don't know. I like to ride, I'm gonna ride the little wave. Okay. I'm going to go with like a 31-24. 31-24, okay. Yeah, Rams? Rams, Rams okay. winning that. Okay. Yeah. I like. I mean, 49ers aren't bad again. They have some superstars. Yeah, well, no, I agree. some players that can make some plays. I agree. I agree. Um. So, I like that. I like that. Um, so those are our games of the week. Of course, there's many more to, to go off of and to choose from, but we decided to focus in on those four for our games of the week. Um, and that pretty much concludes our week 12 episode, uh, our Thanksgiving edition. Um, as always want to thank you guys for listening, for tuning in, um, every week with us. Uh, reaching out to us. The, the Twitter's been booming, so I love yeah. that. I love that you guys are bringing questions and conversation to the Twitter, um, even reaching out to us on last-minute decisions, yeah. um, trusting us with our analysis or our takes on certain positions. Um, we haven't hit every week, but the fact that you guys keep coming back, there's something there that, that keeps you around, so you know it's much appreciated. Um, you know, we see it, we acknowledge it, and uh, we thank you for yes. it. You know, thank you truly, for it. Truly appreciate it. Yep. If you want to get in on the conversation, definitely holler at us on Twitter, FF Ball Culture. That is at FF Ball Culture. Um, hit us up on Sunday, hit us up on Thursday. If you just want to say happy Thanksgiving, hit us up yeah. if you need some lineup decisions for Thursday. Um, going into the weekend, uh, reach out to us, engage. We're here for you, um, and uh, it's what we have to be because you've been been here for us yeah, on the listening end. So, it and, uh, um, uh, don't forget Friday, two dollar pork sandwich plates. <laughs> you need, you need. I forgot. Don't forget the two dollar, uh, you know, two dollar contribution for for the for the yeah, pernil yeah. sandwiches. Yeah, don't forget that. I got you. Yep. Um, but hopefully it's a good week ahead. Like I said, for those in the playoff push, keep pushing. Um, if you're out of it, you know, kind of sit keep back, going, you keep know? going, sit back, take and notes, uh, take exactly some. take some notes. Uh, Marquita will be joining you momentarily <laughs> to take some notes. Me, right? Yeah. All right. Do I need to get my trophy in the living room? Mess, huh? Have you, you seen go. my trophy? You talking last year's stats still? Oh man, I'm talking this year's <laughs> eight and three, yeah. baby. <laughs> Eight and three. How many games ahead? How many games ahead are you? Those. None. Okay. No, you're not. You're not ahead anything. 
you're behind two games. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But it's been a fun week, man. I hope you guys enjoy your holiday once again. Eat good. Um, be thankful. Uh, what you actually? Let's edit out. What you? What are you thankful for this year? What, what? What do you have? What do you have to be thankful for? I know we we ain't playing this one, but we gonna yeah. throw that in there. What you got? What no, you I mean, got, thankful for good health and just thankful for you know. Be actually continue to have this job honestly with a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, this has been facts. a crazy, crazy thing. You'll know what's gonna happen in the business world, and I really am appreciative of that. Cause I know a lot of people lost their jobs, and it's hard mm-hmm. to get a job at this moment, um, especially during these times. So definitely. Thankful for that, and of course, family, being around, helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Agree. Um, yeah, man. I, I think having um, still financial stability this year, I'm definitely thankful for that. Things have de- things could have definitely been a lot worse, um, and it has been for a lot of other people. Uh, so you, that's definitely something that I'm, I'm thankful for. Is still being able to maintain financially, and then um, just just good health also around you know family wise and everybody is um still in good spirits despite everything that's going on um i have a big family so usually we're together around this time laughing joking chilling kicking it um but you know this year granted with everything going on it's kind of separate everybody's doing their own thing Mm -hmm. but you know that kind of sets up for uh next year you know 2021 when hopefully things are a bit more clear now we really doing some things for Thanksgiving. We could yeah. really, really turn up with family that we probably haven't seen this entire year, you know, or or on a limited fashion, just based on what's going on. So um, definitely some key things to be thankful for. Um, you know, I hope you guys sit back and reflect at some point over the day or, um, you know, this week, even though we should be thankful every day, um, you know, this is the significance of something yeah. you should really be thankful for, you know, so Hopefully you guys think of some things and you really have a great, you know, great holiday. Great holiday as we get ready for the Christmas season. Um, But let's go ahead and get up out of here. What? What'd you say? Christmas time? Holiday season. Yeah, holiday season. I'm down for the holiday. Christmas is my favorite holiday. I just, I love everything about Christmas. So um, I'm excited for Christmas. It's been wonderful chopping it up with you guys again for this week 12 Fantasy Culture Podcast. We'll be back for week 13. Uh, Enjoy the food. Enjoy the festivities. Enjoy family. We are checking out on the Fantasy Culture Podcast, Thanksgiving edition. Peace. We out. We out.